live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And, of course, this is Amen Monday, and we're brought to you live from the live-free-or-die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I got my boy, producer Eli, with me today, and we are honored and ready to start out the week with you guys here. If you're watching here on rumble.com slash LFA TV, do me the kindest favor of liking the video and sharing out to all your social media platforms. I know we ask you to do it every show, but you know what? That's how we win. We win by over flooding the system. Same way we're going to win by mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting. We've got to overrun the system. So ladies and gentlemen, share, share, like, like, like. Bobby Driver. Is in the building. How you doing, Bobby? Foxy Locks is here. Kristen, how you doing? Kristen Rod, Carol the Cowgirl, Texas Deb, Chavez Lindo, Ruth 55. Good morning, good morning. Jim and Barbara Peters, Log 23 is in the building. True and national under pressure. Jeremy, are you under the weather? No, see, that's what I'm talking about, Eli. I think there's something wrong with the sound. Sandra from Fort Lauderdale, how you doing? Suzanne, good to see you. And one more here. Let's give it to VMaxter is in the building. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, there might be a sound issue here or there. Hold on. I had to, I had to adjust some things uh, this weekend. So let me just adjust some things here right quickly. Um, I think I know what the issue is. Sounds fine to you? All right. I just want to, uh, I just want to adjust one thing here over this weekend. Uh, let's see. General. Bam. Let's get back to... Uh, One second here. Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Okay, that should be that should be back to normal now. Let's see. Uh, check one, two, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, anybody got an issue uh, here in anything? Check, check. One, two. Check, check. One, two. Sounds good to you. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I had to adjust some things this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, for the TPUSA event. Seeing how I was doing all of the uh, uh, the production to you, for, that you guys would see from here, 
I had to make sure that you know our levels were different, but it sounds like everything is good. Boom. Let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, remember Chris Nelson, by the way? Remember Chris Nelson? I call him Chris Numbnuts Nelson. He was the blonde-haired Ken doll look-alike if you bought him from Wish. The, uh, the 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 website wish that was down in Miami the DeSantis report um the, the the DeSantis paid supporter who kept getting you know running his mouth and every time I'd get in his face he'd back down like a beta male that he was Chris Nelson well ladies and gentlemen he was ejected from TPUSA this weekend because he was harassing people like Mike Lindell he was harassing people like uh, uh, Steve Bannon and uh, when you harass people with names like that. It's not long before you are literally kicked out in a, from an event. He's a racist, bisexual, paid supporter of Ron DeSantis. And this is one of the reasons why Ron DeSantis' campaign is completely destruct, is self-destructing. Because they have people on the payroll like this, and they have supporters out there like this, who just don't understand what's really going on. And he decided to get in Steve Bannon's face. And ladies and gentlemen, he was subsequently ejected. Roll it. Hey, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon. Yes, sir. When are you going to get back that money you took from the Build the Wall Fund? Hey. From who? The Build the Wall Fund. When are you going to get that money back? There's not one penny, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When are you going to stop lying about Ron DeSantis? You know that Andrew Breitbart would be rolling in his grave right now to see what you're doing. About what? Why are you relying about Ron DeSantis? Aren't you concerned that Trump does not have any ground game to win and that uh, he has no plan to do anything differently and that Ron DeSantis has gotten victory and victory with election hey, integrity? And why? And you're and but, but you still. Ron DeSantis today, NBC's reporting, he's got three million dollars left. Look at this. Why, why are you why are you motioning to them, huh? 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 I paid two I paid two hundred dollars to get into this event. I paid two hundred dollars to get into this event. Yeah, yeah, I would like my money back. So if I gave, so are you kicking out DeSantis supporters? Is that how it's working here? I just want to refund your money myself personally. All right, that would be nice. But why are you kicking me out? I'm not. I'm not even part of the conference. Who who is kicking me out exactly? Because security. I'm offering to pay for you. Security is. Security is so why? I am that guy. Said, sir, can you please leave the building? Why are you kicking out DeSantis supporters? Is that how it works? Hey, sir, how you doing? Can I actually come over here, please? Here, I got you right here. Why are you kicking people out? I did. I absolutely got credentials. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look at this. Look at this. Grabbing my shirt. Grabbing my shirt. Yeah, you did. You just did. There you did. Look at that. Because if, you're, if somebody's not in your little club, then you throw them out. You can't stand dissenting viewpoints. You can't. Would you like me to reimburse you? Yes, I would. <laughs> hey, at least they reimbursed him. I wouldn't have given him that. I would have kicked him out and said, see you later. We don't want your kind. Yes, we are kicking out DeSantis supporters if they act like you. And so what was Steve Bannon talking about there when he said NBC is reporting that DeSantis only has $3 million in, in, in his campaign left? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the story of the day that came out at 840 uh, a.m., DeSantis campaign shed staff and roughly a dozen staffers fired. I'll tell you why. Because all that money that he raised prior to running legally has been tied up and he can't use it. So any money that he has gotten has been completely, uh, has been 
wiped out because he's, he's never in Florida. He's spending all of his time running around the country and doing a very, very poor job at, be, uh, at campaigning so bad to the fact that now he can't even get any new donors and his old donors have already donated the amount that they're allowed to donate, the, the cap. So his campaign is getting absolutely destroyed. He has no money left. For that guy, Chris Nelson, if you remember, we shut him down in Florida. He's obviously was shut down I'm again. And he is a loser. I think he deserves the song. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So he's taken out, he's got his, he's got his, uh, his money in half. He's, he's laid off a dozen staffers, and I'd like to thank Mike Crispy for this because I'm pulling this from Mike Crispy's Twitter page, but maybe this is why. Maybe it's because he looks like he's annoyed with everybody he engages with. Maybe it's because he can't talk to people. Maybe because he's not personable. But I'll tell you what, we, we predicted that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy would take over Ron DeSantis in the national polls in just a couple weeks, and you're going to be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, because Ron DeSantis is falling like a, he's desinking faster than a rock in water, and Vivek Ramaswamy is very, very quickly climbing the ladder. But watch this video, watch real close, and you'll see why his campaign is dying. He just has no personality. Roll it. Look how annoyed he looks, watch. Watch how fake he looks with the smile, ready? guys, yeah, right here? Yes, sir. Yeah, yay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, see you later. Yep. No crowds cheering his name. No crowds saying Trump, 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 or DeSantis, DeSantis. No crowd saying 2024. Barely people walking around. Nobody cares. Nobody wants an interview with him. Nobody wants to talk to the guy. He doesn't want to talk to anybody else. His campaign is absolutely done, and we called it here first. Amen. Amen. We knew it was going to happen, and we're just so incredibly happy that most of you jumped on board and said, wait a minute, something's not right here. You trusted our reporting, and our reporting has turned out to be true. And who do we have to thank for all of this? I'd have to say the great Roger Stone. The great Roger Stone called this a long time ago, back in 2020, and now we all know it. Thanks to him, and um, very appreciative that Roger is a, uh, is a regular uh, on the Mike Crispy Show, Unafraid, because we learn quite a bit from the inside game of raw, of uh of um, Roger Stone. All right. I also, before we get to the verse or the verse of the day and our prayers today, I'd like to thank all of you for making TPUSA a success for us in the streaming, uh, watching it on Rumble. We've got almost a hundred thousand views of that of our reporting down there. But not only that, folks, we got great interviews that we're going to cut up into short clips over the course of the next week. And we were there. We were on. Um, we were on the ground. We were networking like crazy. LFA TV. Yes, Lynn Wood called it before Roger. Lynn Wood called it before 2020. Did Lynn Wood call it before 2020? If so, that's incredible. I didn't know if he did or not. Um, but uh, big, big shout out to all of you. Big shout out to Rumble for uh, putting us on the front page all day. And an even bigger shout out to the team down there. We were two people short, two producers short, by the way. And we were able to pull it off. So by the grace of God, and all glory goes back to him, I'd like to give a big shout out to Kevin Smith, Mike Crispy, Quinton Johnson, who's Will's son, Will Johnson, Derek Smith, Kevin Smith, Anna Perez, and Heather Mullins, you guys did an incredible job down there, and I think the, the LFA family is very, very happy uh, to have supported that. 
And as we are approaching 3,300 watching here on rumble.com slash LFA TV, do not forget to give us a thumbs up, like the video, share it if you can. And if you're watching on Roku Fire Stick Digital TV or our mobile app, which you can download today, so you can take us with you wherever you go. Thank you for being here. Let's go to the verse of the day now, which I titled willingly walking into the fire. How many of us do it? How many of us willingly walk into that fire? Well, we're going to talk about that today from verse um, Mark 10, 32 through 34. And it says, Now they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going before them. And they were amazed. And as they followed, they were afraid. Then he took the twelve aside again and began to tell them things that would happen to him. Behold, he said, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles. And they will mock him, they will scourge him, and spit on him, and kill him. In the third day, he will rise again. Speaking of himself in the third person, three and one, right? Here's what I wrote. Not only was Jesus walking to what he knew was his own death as a man, but he had 12 disciples with him that were terrified of what was going to happen to him and ultimately to them. Think of it as your kids that are walking with you. And you are willingly walking into the fires of death, and they know it as well. Imagine how, they would, how that would play out. Your kids would be weeping, crying, and frightened, And you have to calm them down and let them know that everything is going to be all right. But ultimately, you know that you are going to suffer tremendously by facing this situation. It could not have been easy. He would have had to keep them calm so that they could achieve their missions as well. Talk about being the ultimate general Jesus must have been. Jesus is the example set before our very society of leadership. From being a boss to a manager to an owner to a general. All forms of leadership work better when the leader of the group gets his or her hands dirty as well and doesn't just shout orders from behind enemy lines. That is why Jesus would never ask you to do anything without him knowing exactly what it feels like himself because he went through it as well. Imagine the encouraging speech he must have given at that moment when the disciples were so afraid. It must have been so inspiring and full of tears. You see, folks, we all have massive, insurmountable issues and problems in our life, but Jesus wants you to face them head on. He wants you to know that he is with you now, just as he was with the disciples. And in Jesus' hands, all your problems are nothing. In your hands, all your problems are everything. Today, we choose to willingly walk into the fire that we have been avoiding with Jesus holding our hands tight because with him, all things are possible. Let's remove our hats in Jesus' name and let's go to our Father God in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Amen. And I'm so happy that you guys are with me to walk through fires. And I'm with you to walk through the same fires in your lives. Always, always, always try to reach out to fellow LFA family members in your state or in your county if they're there. Link up, meet up, have coffee, get to know each other, become lifelong brothers and sisters in Christ. And I'm telling you, it will make all the difference in the world. Now we're getting ready to start the first and foremost section. So I'm going to need the shares to come out crazy now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's lift up that rise up coffee and let's have our first slurp. Mm-mm. Thank you, C. Taylor. I will check that out. And thank you for the Rumble Rant uh, donation. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are 65% a donor-funded network. We need your help, and we need it now. If you, can, if you can share, please share with us. Help us out. Keep us growing. Keep us going. Here we go. First and foremost section of today, we're going to start off right where we left off last week, and that is with uh, Tucker Carlson thinning out the herd of the GOP presidential 2024 debate simply by asking them questions that nobody else will. Hold on. It's Heather Traeger's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Heather. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. Well, here's a birthday present for you. Here's a birthday present for you. How about... Tucker Carlson ending Mike, Pre- Mike Pence's 2024 presidential you- debate. How about that? How about that? Because he did. And he did it by just asking simple questions, the same questions that yours truly, Jeremy Harrell, would ask as well. If you didn't see it, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Mike Pence's career starting a month ago and dying last week. Roll it. You are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet... Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. It's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. Wow. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. It's your fault. And as president of the United States, we're going to restore law and order in our cities. We're going to secure our border. We're going to get this economy moving again. And we're going to make sure that we have men and women on our courts at every level that will stand for the right to life and defend all the God-given liberties enshrined in our Constitution. Nice talking point. Anybody that says that we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. We can do both. You are that threat. You are- All right, and, and, and really, there was more to it than that with Mike Pence, but at that moment, Tucker Carlson literally killed Mike Pence's uh, hopes and dreams of becoming a president in these United States. Now, I believe Mike Pence really crushed his own hopes and dreams of becoming a president of the United States with his treachery, that uh, he displayed during the 2020 election. But he says, that's not my concern. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? These troubles are because of you, Mike Pence, because not because you didn't not... Uh, our problem is that you didn't overturn 
the election of 2020. We didn't ask you to do that, numbnuts. We asked you to send it back to the states, and you failed to do that. So this country's problems are your fault, Mike Pence, mainly more than your, more your fault than anybody else's. You're a weak, spineless individual. You ruined your political career. You ruined your political capital. And you and, and, and Ron DeSantis might as well run for dog catcher and assistant dog catcher. You probably wouldn't even win that. Now, here was the other moment that Tucker Carlson buried Mike Pence talking about Ukraine outlawing Christianity. Roll it. It's very clear that the Zelensky government has arrested priests for having views they disagree with. That's not consistent with religious liberty. It's an attack on it. And we're funding it. And I'm just wondering how is it, and I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but I sincerely wonder how a Christian leader could support the arrests of Christians for having different views. Well, what, what, what I can tell you is I asked the Christian leader in Kiev if that was in fact happening, and he assured me that it was not. Oh, okay. People were not being persecuted oh. for their religious beliefs. Oh, okay. I believe it then. Now, he, he let me, no let me, let me take a break here. I know we disagree on oh, this strongly, switch topics. but I, I respect your right to your opinion on Ukraine, and I trust you'll respect mine. Oh, jeez. Look, look, okay. look, I've been to Ukraine now twice. I don't even... It, Tucker's like, bro, you did... You're, you're literally running away from this question because you don't want to answer it. And I, respect, and I hope that you respect mine. Shut your worthless silver fox mouth. Remember when all the ladies were like, oh, Mike Pence is a silver fox? No, he's a silver snake. It's what he is. He's a silver snake. Let's continue here. How Let's watch him worm his way out of this one while Tucker's like, bro, what are you? You see Tucker just put his head down. Look at that. Tucker's head's down. He's like, I don't even know what to say to this guy. But his political career is done. Question, it's very right. clear that the Zelensky government has arrested. I just wanted to show you the frustration on Tucker's head. Just head down like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? So RIP to Mike Pence's political career after that one. And I mean, his, I mean, it wasn't going anywhere anyways. But it's truly dead now. As we approach 915 rumbles, ladies and gentlemen, please rumble this video. If you don't know if your rumble has counted, please refresh the video as we're going to go on to show you other members in this field in which Tucker Carlson decided, you know what, I'll end their careers as well. And the first one that we're going to go to is Tim Scott. Now, Tim Scott is also a rhino from South Carolina. He's also a warmongering loser. And I had high hopes for him at one time in my life. I don't now because I find out who these people really are. Roll the clip. Well, so, so here's, I'm just interested because all measures are relative. So Russia's bad, Russia's a threat, Putin's evil, got it. But the total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. Yep. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Oh, that's okay, what Mike Pence said. Frankly, here's, here's... No Americans killed by Russia, yep. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I... The legislation I have sponsored that I would sign as President of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and 
hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow, unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, That's why not what Trump that? did. That's what Trump did. I say. Oh, let's let's hear this rhino every answer. Every tool available. Oh, there you go. To stop fentanyl from coming across our border, no no exceptions. Common sense. Well, so, so here's I'm just interested because so there he 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 gave the same template. Um, you need to get Brad Barton interview with the lady sold in a sex trafficking person said she feared most was Mike Pence. I actually talked to Brad Barton this weekend. Uh, Brad and I are, have been working on this thing that, uh, that I'm going to be talking about here uh, this week. But I talked to Brad this weekend. We're definitely getting Brad on the show. I think Brad's a great guy. Brad's always been a friend of mine. Uh, so anyway, yeah. But uh, he, he gave that same template cookie cutter Mike Pence rhino answer. And it's not flying anymore. Look, the, the Republican Party is dead. The Republican Party is dead. You're either a Trumplican or you're a Democrat. That's the way it is. The Republican Party, as we know it, is dead. They have zero political capital because nobody cares about that same cooker-cutter answer over and over. Now, uh, Asa Hutchinson was also on the chopping block, and the reason why I'm showing you all these is because a lot of people have not seen these. A lot of people did not watch this. And I want you to see how much Tucker already thinned out the field. Donald Trump's just got to sit back and let actual reporters and actual journalists ask, ask actual questions. I almost said ask like uh, eighth grade Mayor Eric Adams. Ask. I ask you a question. Where you get that hanging earring from? Treatment to prevent him from going through the natural process of adolescence? How is that treatment? It, it seems not like treatment. It seems like something else. Well, you have to... Tucker, I hope that we'll be able to talk about some issues. I know that... Well, this is one of the biggest issues in the country, and I think I would every person in this room would agree that it is... All right, let's, let's, let's stop that for a minute. So Asa Hutchinson, he's talking about... Tucker Carlson is talking about child mutilation and what they call gender-affirming care. And Asa Hutchinson says, Tucker, I hope we can get to talking about some issues instead of you just... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Are you telling me, Asa Hutchinson, that gender-affirming care, also known as child mutilation and satanic ritualism, isn't one of the biggest issues facing America right now? Roll it. Because it, these are children who are being altered permanently, and you can defend that alteration, that change, if you like. But there's really no debate about whether or not it's permanent. And so I think it's fair to ask you in a calm, rational, and I very much hope polite way, why you would support that. Is it treatment to prevent him from going through the natural process of adolescence? How is that treatment? It, it and there you go. So Asa Hutchinson did not want that question. And you got to ask yourself, why is that such a hard question? Why is that such a difficult question to get from somebody to talk about child mutilation? And he says, I hope we could talk about some real issues and then didn't want to talk about it. You must ask yourself why. It's the same reason why pedophiles don't like Sound of Freedom and child traffickers don't like Sound of Freedom. It's the exact same reason why. So now let's go and talk about this portion, which Asa Hutchinson says when Tucker Carlson brings up the vax because he was the... Um, 
Um, he was in the he was the governor of Arkansas, right? So he's talking about the vaccine, and he asked Asa, "How many vaccines did you get?" Because why not? That's that precedent has been set where we can talk about somebody's vaccination status, right? And then Asa gets upset with that and fires back at Tucker, in which Tucker files fires back even quicker with the greatest answer ever. I cannot wait for you to see this. If you haven't yet, roll it. One of the powers that government did usurp uh, over the past several years is, is the right to decide what medicine you take in the form of, of COVID mandates. Um, how did you feel about that? And how many COVID shots did you take? And how do you feel about it now in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. Zero. Boom. But I think it's fair, and I, and I can see that you recoiled when I asked you that question. Um, and I don't think, honestly, you should be asking people about their medical care, but that became a, a matter of public policy. And I do think that the whole country ought to pause and assess, like, what did we just go through? What, How do we feel about it now? And so it's a very straightforward question. One of the powers that... So I thought that was a great way. I, that was another great question by Tucker, because he's bringing up the issues that face, that we're, that we're talking about. He's bringing up the issues that have ruined our lives, burdened our lives, destroyed our lives, destroyed our families, uh, killed our elderly in the hospital when they shouldn't have been on ventilators, uh, uh, watching our athletes die by the thousands, watching our students die because of myocarditis and blown up hearts. Yeah, it's their very valid questions, Asa Hutchinson, and he didn't like that. And now I'm only going to play one more for you. And the reason why I'm showing you guys this is because, look, we're getting, rid of, we're getting into the, uh, the heart of the 2024 campaign, uh, presidential campaign. And uh, everybody's asking, you know, why Donald Trump doesn't want to be involved in the first debate and everything. Well, this is why. Because Tucker's showing you why. He's thinning out the herd right then and there. uh, Donald Trump has no business being on the stage with unqualified, ignorant um, losers. He just doesn't have any business being on this. There's no reason why Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, and Asa Hutchinson, and Chris, Krispy Kreme Christie should be on the same stage as a man like Donald J. Trump. Here's Nikki Haley. Last election mm-hmm. and what happened. Um, historic numbers for the current president. 81 million votes. 15 million more than Barack Obama. Twice the population of New York City more than Barack Obama. What do you think of that? In terms of Biden? Yeah. 81 million votes. They are saying that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. And my question is, do you accept that? And second, how do you think he did that? I mean, all I care about is changing that. Like, I right. don't, we can't afford a President Kamala Harris. I will say that over and over. Amen. Oh, dodging and the question. And we have to do everything we can to dodging make sure that Dodging the that question. Of course. as a mechanical question, it's not a trick question, it's just like the mechanics of it, something you're thinking about since you're running. I don't think anyone would say Joe Biden was a great candidate. No. Didn't campaign. He didn't campaign at all. He was not a figure who commanded respect among Democrats. They made fun of him. I'm not attacking the guy, but that's true. Right. Nobody in Washington said, I want my kid to grow up to be Joe Biden. (laughs) And yet, at the end, he's got 81 million votes. 15 million more than Barack Obama, who, whatever you think of him, was a very talented politician and, I think, smart. So, like, how did he do that? And what can we learn from that? Well, you think about the last election. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You get the same Republican cookie cutter BS answers from these losers time and time and time again. And what I found out this morning, ladies and gentlemen, at uh, no, yesterday at 1120 a.m., the Pence campaign is failing so badly after that that he won't hit the donor threshold 
to participate in the GOP debate unless somebody puts a significant amount of money behind his campaign today or this week. Now, I want to go back to the stage because we covered TPUSA, which was absolutely phenomenal. Our coverage was absolutely phenomenal. Our camera views, our, our, our reporters down there, we were covering every spectrum down there, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we were only down there one day because we can't afford to be down there three days. It's too expensive for us as a network. We're not big yet. Hopefully, maybe someday. But I think we, we picked the, the biggest day, which was when Trump was there. We carried the Trump speech. It was an eight-hour stream. I was, out, I was here the entire eight hours. But then I missed a couple that were great yesterday, and one of them was Steve Bannon's. And Steve Bannon's saying, ladies and gentlemen, this is a holy war, and we are declaring a holy war against the deep state. He was on fire for God on that stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Bannon. We don't have time for a diversion. We need to be focused right now on the election apparatuses in Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, and to get behind Donald Trump and get serious about taking this country back. Yes, let's go, Steve. This is a crusade. This is a holy war against the deep state. Donald Trump is our instrument for retribution. I don't want to hear Glenn Youngkin in a vest. I don't want to hear Kemp with his George axe. I don't want to hear it. Yes. Donald Trump is our instrument for righteous indignation. Absolutely amazing. He was right. He's hitting the nail on the head. And Donald Trump came out what this weekend and said what? You elect me, then you elect revenge on our deep state government. Let's go. That's what we're talking about. And that's what they're afraid of. And that's what they're afraid of. Now, somebody in the comment section said, I disagree with you, Jeremy. I think Donald Trump should be at every debate. Here's why I disagree with you on that one. Because if Donald Trump doesn't make the debate, the people like Chris Krispy Kreme Christie and all the other losers that are just getting donor money to bash Trump and to go on that debate stage and bash Trump, do you know what the entire crowd will be talking about do you know what the moderator will be talking about do you know what the people on that stage will be talking about donald trump's name will come out of their mouths more not being there than he would being there and they're not going to let him talk anyway so why do it donald trump is going to be on their ta- on their lips every- all night long and the moderator is going to be like well the front runner the front runner the front runner the front runner and they're going to be like he's a coward he's not here he's a coward he's not here and what did donald trump say all press is good press he's going to get more press from not showing up at a debate that he doesn't need to be at anyway because look at the poll numbers than he would if he was there now i don't disagree i'd like to see him there i'd love to see him there putting these people into the dirt where they belong that's what i want to see But as far as strategy, I think it's smart. If you want my opinion. Now, speaking of Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, he went on on Pierce Morgan and Pierce Morgan asked him if he thinks he could take Donald Trump in a fight. And he said he'd whoop him. That's right. Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, the human donut, ladies and gentlemen, said that he would whoop Donald Trump in a fight. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) Roll this. This will make you laugh. Talking of fighting... If you and Trump got in the ring, he loves his UFC and stuff like that, right? If you got in the octagon, you and him, who'd, who'd win? Come on. Guy's 78 years old. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a Dunkin' Donut, Chris. 
okay? He's not a croissant. He's not a stack of pancakes. And he sure as hell isn't a food full of pig, a pig food full, a trough full of pig food. What do you mean you'd kick his you-know-what? The only way you would do that is if he was made of flour and sugar. What are you talking about? Can we get that, please? Now, before we go to our first break of the day, I'm going to ask you all to continue to share. We've got over 4,000 people watching on this Amen Monday. Remember when I said it was either going to be Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom, who they throw Joe Biden under the bus for to be the DNC, the Democrat nominee for the 2024 election? Well, this is what Roger Stone said at the TPUSA event uh, this weekend. Roll it. Now, as a veteran of many years in American politics, I'm going to tell you something somewhat shocking. Joe Biden will not be the nominee of the Democratic Party in 2024. Kamala Harris will briefly become president. But the only way in their party they can replace a woman of color is with another woman of color. And yes, you heard it here first. The Democratic nominee for president will be Michelle Obama. Actually, you heard it here first. Just saying. They have already rigged their primaries. Yep. The reason that they have canceled the Iowa caucuses in the New Hampshire primary is to put South Carolina, a state where a majority of the Democratic primaries or Afri- primary voters are African Americans, and they will allow Gavin Newsom to purchase the vice presidential nomination, Ooh. but the Obamas will hold him up for six or eight hundred million dollars to do so. Wow. You heard it here first. When Steve Bannon says it in three weeks, remember I said it first. (laughs) I love the friendly competition. Gotta love it. But hey, I don't disagree. Like I said, it's going to be Newsom or Michelle Obama. One of the two will will, will rise out of their swampy ranks. Why do you think they're trying to, 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 normal, to normalize transgender? Why do you think they're trying to make it illegal for you to say anything about trannies? Because if and when Michelle Obama either runs for president or vice president as a running mate with Gavin Newsom, one or the other, then they can put you in jail in Michigan for talking bad about her online, him online. See what I'm getting at here? You see how they set things up in motion? This entire tranny thing happened with, Mich- with Michael and, um, and uh, Barack Obama in the White House to begin with because they wanted to normalize it so then they could say, see, Barack is married to a tranny, ladies and gentlemen, and the world accepted it. It's sickening, but the writing is on the wall. Now, before we go to our break, I want to show you the straw poll that came out after TPUSA. Now, there was a straw poll for president and there was a straw poll for vice president. Let's see what the straw poll said for President of the United States after the uh, TPUSA event. If anybody wants to know what a straw poll is, it's just they quickly uh, asked everybody down there, do you want to be involved in this poll? And everybody, if they answered yes, they said, you know, who they thought they would want for president. And uh, it's not going to shock you. Not the the presidential one anyway. The vice president one may roll it. Straw poll with 85% Donald J. Trump. 85%. 85%. 85%. 85%. Of the Turning Point Action straw poll. But, but the interesting question is who won, if not Trump, who would your next choice be? Ready? Check and this out. The conventional wisdom would be, well, it would be, it would be the governor of Florida or Nikki Haley or Mike Pence in the second place, if not 
or who would you choose as your second choice? With 50% Vivek Ramaswamy. Wow. Did we not call that? Did we not call that? That is pretty amazing, isn't it? And so the two big winners, Donald Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy, at 50%, 50% of you said Trump won, Vivek two. That's really interesting. Winner of the straw. Isn't that amazing? Now, obviously, nobody's going to vote for Vivek Ramaswamy for president of the United States. It's not where it's going. But everything here is just a battle for number two, right? That's all it is. And we said Vivek would slowly but surely get his way up to beating Ron DeSantis nationally. Now, he's not beating him nationally yet, but he, he did beat him out of the TPUSA poll. And that is why Ron DeSantis should have been there. Now, then they went on to talk about the vice presidential straw poll. And do you know who the number one was? Carrie Lake. You know who was number two? Byron Donalds. Carrie Lake and Byron Donalds were your second, uh, were your vice presidential picks first place and second place. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Telling you, ladies and gentlemen, real, recognize, real. That's what we say back on the streets. Real, recognize, real. And right now, real is recognizing Donald J. Trump. Real is recognizing Byron Donalds. And real is recognizing Carrie Lake. And Rosebud said, Jeremy, the straw poll was further confirmation that the GOP is dead. Well, look at all the people they picked. Nobody was a GOP acolyte. Pretty incredible. Folks, we have 4,150 people watching. God bless you. Amen. Do you think we could possibly reach 4,500? Until we do, let's talk about C. B, Distillery, back as a sponsor here after a, a couple weeks off. And they only do that because they don't want it to be, you know, they don't want to be uh, uh, basically overread as a sponsor. But CB Distillery is back. And we know that so many thousands of you rely on the plant-powered wellness, the 100% clean ingredients of CB Distillery. But you want to notice where we, my family, um, recognizes the, the benefits of CBD the most. Two things. One, in our sleep. Two, in our dog, Sasha, our German Shepherd, who has arthritis. If, our, if we do not have any arthritis uh, CBD for our dog, she doesn't even want to play or move. If we don't have CBD in my house for sleep, then me and my wife are getting very, very uh, little amounts of sleep because we have five kids, two dogs and a partridge and a pear tree and a business. So ladies and gentlemen, whether it's to unwind, whether it is to go to sleep, whether it's even to wake up, whether it's to relax, whether it's to focus, whether it's because you have arthritis, joint pain, muscle pain, if you've not tried CB Distillery, try it today. And check this out. If you go to cbdistillery.com straight from the source, real reviews, real results, video testimonies of why these people use it. You can meet their botanist. You can even chat with them live if you have medical questions. So how do you get your percentage of discount off? You go to CB, you go to thecbdistillery.com. Not just CB Distillery, thecbdistillery.com. Thecbdistillery.com uh, using the promo code LFA today, ladies and gentlemen. Cbdistillery.com. And while you're at it, 
Do not forget our other amazing sponsor, and that is the amazing Tacrite Night Vision Goggle Binoculars, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody who has these will tell you the same thing in the chat is they tell you about the Tacrite Mini Chainsaw. Epic, best thing they ever bought for the money, $189, and you get these night vision binocular combo by going just to TacriteLFATV.com, and you don't even need a promo code. Just T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T.com. TacriteLFATV.com. TacriteLFATV.com. Jeremy, do you take CBD? Yes, I do, but not for my arthritis. I don't take the gummies. I actually use the, the roll-on relief. I do the CBD roll-on relief. Built-in camera, built-in video capture, waterproof, infrared illumination, 300-meter range. Why? Perfect gift for your dad, your husband, your wife. If she's, uh, you know, following you around, making sure you're not doing nothing wrong, guys. Come on. TacriteLFATV.com. Now, moving on. Remember the classified information that Joe Biden let out and blurted out on live TV last week about the munitions in our country or the lack thereof? Remember that? Well, we knew that they were going to figure out a way to spin it, that it was Donald Trump's fault. Now, does anybody here absolutely or actually believe that it was Donald Trump's fault that the United States of America doesn't have ammunition left after Joe Biden left $85 billion of military-grade equipment, vehicles, and ammunition to, to the Taliban, after we've given $200 billion worth of cash, weapons, and ammo to Ukraine? Do you really think that it's Donald Trump's fault, even though he built up our military and had the biggest stockpile of weapons we've ever had ever? But that's not going to stop MSNBC, CNN, and the rest of the libtards out there from brainwashing the world into believing this could be Donald Trump's fault. Roll it. President Biden said uh, recently that the U.S. gave cluster bombs to Ukraine in part because the U.S. is low on other ammunition to give the Ukrainians. That's a pretty shocking admission. Uh, Is it acceptable to the Biden administration that the U.S. is low on ammunition? And what are you going to do about it? Well, when we came into office... Uh, we found that the overall stocks of 155 ammunition, which is the NATO standard ammunition you use for artillery rounds, uh, was relatively low. But more importantly, Jake, we discovered that the ability to mass produce that ammunition would take not days or weeks or months, but years to get to the level that we needed. So the <laughs> President Biden ordered his Pentagon to work rapidly to scale up the ability of the United States to produce all the ammunition we could ever need for Ah, any conflict at any time in the future. We are in the middle of doing that. Ah, okay, I got it. I got it. So so leaving $85 billion worth of weapons and ammo and equipment and guns and all that stuff over to the Taliban, by the way, who's a terrorist organization, that had nothing to do with it. Sending $200 billion worth of money and ammo to Ukraine, that had nothing to do with it. It all Donald Trump's fault. It's my fault, okay? It's my fault. That's what they want him to say. Do they, here's the thing. Do they think that America is naive? Do they think that Americans are stupid? Because we, you know we've got to give the Dumb Dumb Award to Jake Tapper. Let's do that right now, ladies and gentlemen. Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Jake Tapper and CNN. How stupid do they think we really are? Oh, it's Donald Trump's fault. Nobody on the left even believes that. Moving on. The House committee overseeing the investigation into coronavirus and the manufacturing of it and the origins of it, they are now saying 
that Dr. Fauci, Tony the Ratface Fauci, who's in hiatus, after seeing his mug on TV for three years, you don't hear from Tony Fauci anymore. Where's Tony Fauci? Well, the House committee that's overseeing all of this says Tony Fauci had $26 billion of grants that he used and spent to create COVID without government approval. Unlawful appointment. $26 billion. This is why I love investigations, but I'm going to love it even more when we absolutely do something about it. Roll the clip. What we have uncovered through our investigation is that Secretary HHS Secretary Becerra did not follow the federal law when he was appointing these leaders, failing to appoint leaders at uh, NIH, including Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, who was the highest paid federal employee, Dr. Fauci, who has made decisions, as well as these other leaders at NIH that have made decisions over billions of dollars in grants, including a most recent grant, uh, another new grant to EcoHealth Alliance that was involved. And we know that the EcoHealth Alliance is the one that facilitated the, the research at Wuhan lab in China. And these people were not properly appointed. Uh, the abuse of power, not only uh, during COVID-19 and the pandemic, but the, the abuse of power by people that are not lawful in these positions. And how far back does that go? Uh, this goes back to December of 2021. So it is uh, the last, uh, since December 2021, these individuals were to be reappointed. This is a, an accountability measure that was put in into the law by Congress uh, in 21st Century Cures because we believed it was important that these individuals be held accountable. And, and who was president in December of 2021? Eli, do you know? Eli? Joe Biden! Joseph Robinette, let me sniff your kid and rape your wife, Biden. 26 billion dollars, freezes assets. Amen. Let's freeze his assets. Let's get that money back. Anyway, moving on. Train derailment in Pennsylvania. Another one, Eli. Prompts massive evacuation. A 40 car CX freight train derailed early today. In Pennsylvania, prompting a level two hazmat response as a precaution, homes and businesses in the area are being evacuated. Crews on the scene responding to the emergency situation. Uh, police say residents and business close, businesses closest to the derailment site have been evacuated as a precaution. Isn't it amazing? White Marsh Township Police Department shared the following. Precautionary evacuations have occurred at the residences and businesses closest to the scene. It is not believed that further evacuations will be needed, but we will evaluate as we know more. Representatives of Norfolk Southern and CSX are on location, as are members of Montgomery County Department's Public Safety Emergency Response Team. I wonder what the hell is happening, folks. I wonder. Same thing with the food manufacturing plants. Same thing with the stockpiles. Same thing with the supply chain unqualified people destroying our country on purpose. Very qualified, actually, if, you, if, they're, if, they're, uh, if you're talking about, you know, destroying and destruction. Control the food, control the water, control the land, control the air, control the energy, control everything. That is their agenda 2030. It's time to stock up, lock and load, and when they come on your property to do any of this stuff, put bullets in their heads. You have the right to do that if they are a threat to you and your family. Because they're coming for your land, they're coming for the water that runs through your land, they're coming for the crops that you can grow on your land, and they're coming to kick you off of your land. 
2030. Watch. Unless we save the world and put Donald Trump back in, and we will. But we're not going to do that with 4,200 people watching. We need the 42,000 people watching. If Right Side Broadcasting's boring network can have 70,000 people watching, then LFA TV can too. Let's get it out there, folks. Moving on. Canadian smoke still returning to the northern plains of the United States of America and the upper Midwest portions of this country as the National Weather Service issues air quality alerts from the Canadian smoke still coming to America. Unbelievable. I wonder how much that was, of that was started on purpose by the Canadian government. I mean, look at the air quality in Cleveland, Ohio. Look at this. Look at the air quality right now in Cleveland, Ohio. Look at that. It looks like L.A. That's because of Canada. That's because of Justin Trudeau. Clean up your mess, eh? What are you talking about? Clean it up. Sick and tired of it. But again, control the air, control the food, control the water, control the energy. Control it all, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they want. And now I've got some good news for you before we take our next commercial break and then finish off here quite quickly here because Mike Crispy's coming up next. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. Let's roll that drum roll real quick. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, SB14 child trafficking bill passes with unanimous votes in California after public outcry and pressure. Ladies and gentlemen, remember last week when I told you, or uh, t- t- 10 days ago, when I told you that SB 14 had passed unanimously to not make child trafficking a three strikes you're out style felony that would put you in life, uh, put you behind bars for life with no possibility of parole? Well, we and other people got mad about that. We screamed, people called, people emailed, people went to California Assembly um, meeting itself. And ladies and gentlemen, they have revoted unanimously to make it pass that SB 14 will now put you in jail for life for human trafficking. Now, I don't give the assembly the Smarty Award of the Day, but I gave you the Smarty Award of the Day because, see, when we take action and we're proactive, stuff happens. Now, imagine if we didn't exist. Imagine if LFA TV or others like us didn't exist Nobody would have known anything about that. They would have passed it through, and the next thing you know, human traffickers would be on the street the next day. Not going to happen on our watch, ladies and gentlemen. Not going to happen on our watch. So if they're making laws against human trafficking, then I guess it's not a conspiracy. Well, Eli's right. If they're making laws against human trafficking, I guess it's not a conspiracy after all. Eli, you got a point. You got a point, my friend. But let's see what our friend Cleo the Goat Stuffed Animal has to say about it, ladies and gentlemen. Because Cleo, the goat stuffed animal, seems to, um, you know, seems to think that human trafficking is bad. Let's, let, let's hear uh, Cleo, do you think it's bad? Yes. See, there you go. It's bad. And while you're at it, folks, while you're pre-ordering your Cleo, the goat stuffed animal for your child or your grandchild, remember that OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen, is a proud sponsor here at LFA TV. Goat milk bath and body soap, goat milk hand and body lotion, goat milk product farm bundles. But check it out, ladies and gentlemen. You can even get smack packs. Look at that. Limited edition smack packs. What does America taste like? Pie a la mode. Summer cobblers and ice cold glasses of sweet tea, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! These luscious lip balms, 
of Liberty are sure to make your smacker kissable with only one application. Bonus, each pack comes with a collectible card from our God and Country series. Be sure to collect all of them. How do you do it? OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. They're in the chat right now. See them? We love this LFA family, and we love you. That's why we order from you. That's why we're going to continue to order from you. I love it. I love American businesses. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, one more here. Uh, Make sure that you watch every single Saturday and maybe every single night at 9 p.m. coming up soon, Trumpet Daily, tomorrow's news today with Stephen Flurry. They have got amazing programs here on LFA TV. They've got the Key of David on Sunday. They've got Trumpet Daily on Saturday. And like I said, it may be coming to your Monday through Friday lineup at 9 p.m. every night. I don't know. We just keep growing. I don't know what to do. It's all on God's hands. TheTrumpet.com. TheTrumpet.com. Now, Trump hints at who his VP pick is going to be. Woo! Maria Bartiromo asked him, so, and he says, so I haven't made up my mind yet. Is there anyone on that stage that you see a potential running mate as your VP? Maria Bartiromo asked Trump, referring to Tucker Carlson's presidential for, uh, candidate forum. I think, we are, uh, think there are some very good people on that stage, he said. You have some very talented people, and I've been impressed with some. Some of them I'm very friendly with. Actually, a number of them called me up. Not to ask for permission, but sort of to say they'd like to do it. I think they have good, they're good people and good potential cabinet members as well. She says, who are they? He did not answer. Marta, Marita Barbaromo then asked if he, what he thought about Tim Scott. Tim's very good. I could see Tim doing something with the administration, but he's in right now, he's right now campaigning. But Tim is a talented guy. Yeah, but you have some other talented guy, uh, some very talented people there as well, including people who are not in the presidential race. Byron Donalds, maybe? Carrie Lake, maybe? Mm, I guess we'll wait and see. And the last news of the day, Sound of Freedom. Ready, uh, ready for this, Eli? Cue the drum roll. Sound of Freedom is projected now $85 million at the box office in two weekends, ladies and gentlemen. Expected to hit $100 million this week. Can I just say that one more time? Can I get an amen? Sound of freedom. Despite them trying to get people out of the theaters, despite them shutting off lights, despite them leaving lights on, despite them shutting off the film itself, has made $85 million and expected to hit $100 million this week. We know what America wants. And Americans want the truth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Of course, we have another showing at 5 p.m. We hope you join us. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, remember that there are plenty of other LFA TV shows right here to watch throughout the day, including Unafraid, that's actually starting right now. So I don't want to cut into his time. So remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one. Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will prosper. And remember, go to JeremyHarrell.com and help us out if you can financially become a donor. There are, um, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, guys.